0: Thought Guy. Three, two, one. I said earlier that I would tell you about our theme of the month, in case you forgot what that was, and it's expand it. And that's what I'm going to do during my talk today, is I'm going to expand it. I'm going to expand on things I've been talking about this month, as well as something that uh, that uh, Reverend Gary brought up this morning. My talk title, in case you didn't see it, is No Praise, Approval, or Sympathy. I remember learning one time, and I I, I couldn't figure out where, where this came up with, where, where this came up. It was something in my religious science uh, life. Um, Anyway, I remember learning that there should be no difference in the way I take a compliment or the way I take criticism. The effect on me should be no different, whether it's from a friend or a mentor or or a troll on the internet or some sort of cancel culturists, as we seem to have now. when I do get triggered by that, and I do every once in a while get triggered by criticism or sometimes even compliments, I go to two books. There's two books I go to if, I, if I'm in a whirlwind about it somehow and I can't step out of it, or I, I can, of course, but I feel like I can't, which is the emotional feeling, not the knowing feeling, I go to two books. There's two books, and one of the books Gary was talking about, Don Miguel Ruiz's uh, The Four Agreements. And, yes, the second agreement is the one I go to. Now, you know The Four Agreements is based on uh, Toltec wisdom that uh, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz uh, studied. But anyway, the second agreement is don't take anything personally, right? (laughs) Yeah. That can be a tough one sometimes. It's tough for me sometimes. Don't take things personally. In fact, sometimes I can remember rereading that chapter when I, when I uh, required to because of where I've allowed my emotions to step into a criticism or a compliment. I get pissed off a little bit about it <laughs> to, be, to be reminded of that. Don't take things personally. And he tells us that many times we get triggered because we agree in some way or another with what that other person said about or to us. Does that ever happened to you? And you think, you think, are they clairvoyant or something? I mean, how did they know I am thinking of myself that way? I don't tell people that. Well, people pick up on your energy. We give out energy, um, whether it's uh, an egoic energy or a um, low self-esteem energy. We give that out. People pick up on that, even unconsciously, and um, they treat you based on that. Now, that doesn't relieve them of being buttheads for bringing up especially some sort of criticism, um, especially if it's in a mean way. However, not everything is about us. If we get out of the way of our bloated nothingness, as Ralph Waldo Emerson would put it, and and get back in the path of the divine circuits and remember who we are, with that remembrance, we can see that it's their junk that's coming up. Whether it's sucking up to you or whether it's putting you down, it's, it's about them and their stuff. That's what Ruiz is talking about in the second uh, Second amendment (laughs) the second agreement we have to remember that in this play in this movie of ours we're the actor we're the director we're the producer we're the 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 director of photography we're the ones telling our story not other people's opinion of us not even other people's compliments of us don't let their emotional garbage fill your dumpster. That's something I have to remind myself every once in a while. It's their emotional garbage. Why would I want to fill my dumpster full of that? My dumpster's full of enough stuff of my own that I want to get removed. <coughs> Excuse me, that I want to get picked up, so to speak. It's just a habit. It's just one of those dumb habits that we get so dumb the routines that we get into in life especially if you've lived any uh, amount of years in the decades it's a, it's a habit and a routine to allow praise approval sympathy even or criticism to have an effect on us beyond you know it's nice to get a to get sympathy when when something's going on. Um, It's, of course, great to get a compliment, and you can learn from criticism. But it's great to know that uh, I can just be polite about the reception of all those and not have them um, put me off kilter at all. The second book that I look at is What You Think of Me is None of My Business. I brought this book up Um, Once in a while over the years, it's written by uh, Reverend Dr. Terry Cole Whitaker. She wrote this um, book in 1979, and I'm still digging it to this day. Well, the final chapter in the book is the title of the book, What You Think of Me is None of My Business. And Dr. Terry tells us that if we run our lives on the basis of what others think, we not only destroy our own sense of self, We begin to forget who we are. We forget the very essence of ourselves is the divine, is God. We forget that. And so, and not in an ego sort of way, as far as um edging God out and you know, I'm better than you kind of stuff. Not in that way, just in a way to that we're not remembering. That we represent, that we express in this, in this um, unique, unlike anybody else, no matter if they're related to you or in the same profession as you or anything else, we are, we are unique, expressing God right here, right now. She also says if we live our lives or focus our energy to pleasing others, we just start chipping away at ourselves. Our life becomes less magnificent than it could be because we are full of constant confusion and dissatisfaction. Especially if if you're, um, especially if you're online and you get trolls or you know people who are um, uh, throwing their criticism and opinions. And uh, a lot of times, if it's a troll, it's in a mean way at you, and you start accepting that and you start embodying that opinion that judgment, you start losing yourself. It just starts chipping away at you, to the point that if you don't get off that social media or um, unfriend them or any of that other stuff you can do as a tool in Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, it starts chipping away at you. And it's not that we want to ignore people or not listen to what they're saying. There's a lot of learning in, in them there hills of opinions and recommendations and criticisms and praise. There's something to learn from that. In fact, Tom miguel reminds us, others are reflecting their junk on me, so I don't need to step into the guilt, shame, or blame. Even though I may learn something from what they say, which could be turn them off, unfriend them, or whatever, or you know here's the hand as they say because they're reflecting their junk on me i don't need to step into guilt or shame or blame or any of that um, low self-esteem stuff because i know it's not about me they're talking a reflection of what's going on in their lives at me so if whether it's criticism or praise You know, we can either take the view of that other person and use it to reinforce negative mental patterns we already have, accept that, and start walking around with that as um, not just their opinion, but um, embodying that idea. I can't imagine what I'd be like if I embodied some of the ideas that people put upon me, so to speak. Or we can use that information to get rid of stuff that we're forgetting might be showing up. Learning from those opinions, those judgments, or those that praise is the best way to handle it, really. But anyway, the the essence of both books is to remind ourselves to love ourselves. That's the biggest thing. Love ourselves. Don't forget to love ourselves. And not, again, not in an egoic way or a way that discounts others, but in this way that is called humble confidence. The humble confidence way. Um, a woman, uh, Alana Palm, wrote this great article that I wrote, uh, read, read. She wrote it. I read it. Um, where she lists these qualities. And the, the blog article it was called Confident Humility. A way to lead so everyone wins. And so here's a few of her ideas. Remain open to feedback. And so that's where you want to check for any opportunity there for any actionable suggestions they might have, right? Like I said, they might say something that you uh, unconsciously aren't remembering. Um, it's such a habit that uh, you don't even realize this is happening. But that's sitting down and thinking about it and and not in a way of oh, I'm a horrible person, but in a way of oh, now I'm gonna be my my magnificent self at every moment because I'm learning from this opinion and taking heed from it. She also talks about staying grounded. So constantly which is what brought up this talk in the first place. Constantly, we are relearning and reloving ourselves. And that's okay. We want to relearn and relove ourselves every day, in fact, re-establishing that conscious contact and communion with the universal power, whether it's using the affirmative incantations or any of your spiritual practices. So then using those, we can expand. Remember, this month's theme is expand it, expand that divine power that is within us already. We can expand that divine power and presence in our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and experiences every day. We start with it every day. We end with it every day. So all those times in between are just through it as it. When we bust through SOAR and Zoom as Divine wisdom and love soars and um, expresses itself through us. She talks about practicing gratitude, which we've talked about many times. And she said, check the other side, which has a lot to do with um, what do they say? Is it something I can learn from? Because there's always more to learn. And we, we have to remember that and be excited by that so great to always be learning. Take leaps of faith, she talks about. Live into your potential. Always think and create big and bold. That's what I say. Create big and bold. You can figure out the rest later. You can make it a little smaller if it needs to be. You can do it in little chunks if it needs to be. But live into your potential not live your potential live into potential your potential it's actionable it's a part of your life it's it's the sand in the ocean be present she also says so listen be polite you know if you have to walk away then you walk away excuse yourself and walk away you don't have to listen to their stuff but remembering who you are will override anything they have to say, whether it's praise, criticism, outside approval, or sympathy. Remembering who you are will combine any feedback that it's going in with the plugging in you're doing with your divine self. That's what makes the difference. I'm plugged in with my divine self. So if if somebody praises me, you know, that's nice. That's great. If somebody has a criticism of me, whether it's um, fair, quote unquote fair, or mean, or anything in between, with my divine self present and in full strength, I can go. Yes, okay. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for sharing that, and thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention. I appreciate that. And if I believe there's nothing to be learned from that, when I walk away smiling and not being defensive either to them or within myself, then I can either learn from it or poo-poo it in my life. Now, I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel great with compliments and approvals. Have at it, enjoy it. Feel better with sympathy when you are in need of sympathy for something that's going on in your life and, and it's given to you, then enjoy that feeling, enjoy that that support, or even get a little sad or miffed by the digs or the criticisms that you hear. That's okay. It's how long you do it and how quickly you get out of it, especially if you're miffed or sad um, on those digs or criticisms that come your way. And I understand that this principle may not be so simple. I mean, it's simple to say. It's actually... um, A simple process but it isn't always easy to apply that process I get it it's a journey and it's also an adventure and it happens to me all the time as well and I just make sure that that kind of situation doesn't trigger me again or when it does if it does again if I haven't brought myself to, to being grounded and centered about that, then I uh, quickly realize that so that I can, depending on my reaction, apologize for my reaction if, if need be, or move on more quickly. More quickly. Um, you know, we all get up in the morning. I want to make sure I brought this up. We all, we all get up in the morning. We get out of bed. We have a little tinkle. We um, experience the affirmative incantation, of course, for the week. We brush our teeth. We comb our hair, or hairs, for those who have multiple hairs. We put on our clothes. We have some food, et cetera, et cetera. But we also put our personality on. We put our act on for the day. And then we go out and play our role. And we get to decide what that role shall be what it'll sound like, what it'll um, act like, whether praise, criticism, or or being ignored even shows up during the day. So you're going to always be looking out for the signs of abandonment and other childhood woes. That's what happens a lot of time to us. You know, we have some sort of issues from our childhood and something triggers that. Or we have issues from a, a previous relationship whether it's romantic or, or at work, and something similar shows up and we get triggered. Now we can allow those triggers to take us over and so that we emotionally react versus respond or we can latch on to the truth, latch on to that truth that you spoke and stated and declared in the affirmative incantation that you made that morning. Where is source? Where is the source and substance of your supply? Decide that right this this minute. Where's the source and substance of your supply? Is it your work? Is it your boss? Is it your spouse, your doctor, your bestie? No, none of those things. You're no longer a small and vulnerable child that needs the help of big people to survive. Your self-image is based on who you are, your real self, your true self, your God self. When we remember that, then we can get through. The criticisms, as well as the praise and the sympathy. Um, I forgot to warn Steve about this, but um, Steve, if you look in slides, you'll see another um, statement. And if you could pop that up for a minute, I'd like us all to speak this together. Did you find that? Yeah, there it is. Okay, this is an affirm. This is an affirmative statement out of um, Terry Cole Whitaker's book that I'm talking to you about, and and. Let's say this together, or um, if you'd like, you can just close your eyes and listen to me say this. It's something I, I want us to know and be and trust in. And she says, I know that I am in charge of my life. I accept that I am my own best friend and the real authority on my own life. That does not mean that I don't love and support others or that I won't listen to what they have to say to and about me. I know that I can learn from others, but I refuse to let others dump their negativism on me. Negativism on me. So if you remember to keep that second agreement and not take things personally. Then, as Don Miguel writes, you can travel around the world with your heart completely open and no one can hurt you. You can say I love you without fear of being ridiculed or rejected. You can ask for what you need. You can say yes or you can say no. Whatever you choose without guilt or self-judgment, you can choose to follow your heart always. Then you can be in the middle of hell and still experience inner peace and happiness. You can stay in your bliss and hell will not affect you at all when you are centered in who you are when you remind yourself who you are every morning every day and step out into the world that day whatever hell shows up it's not going to affect you just like goldilocks the porridge of life will just will be just right Won't be too hot, won't be too cold, won't be too much praise, won't be too much criticism. It'll be just right. The perfect amount for you to learn from, the perfect amount for you to ignore, if you must. Terry Cole Whitaker ends her book with the following statement. Accept that you are one with God, and that you have the power to create your life exactly the way you want it. And remember, I think of you is none of your business. However, what I think of you is this, and I'm going to close on this. My friends, you are magnificent right here, right now. It it matters not what your smarts are, your looks, your job, your finances, your health, your hairline, whatever. None of that matters. You are already right here, right now, perfect, whole, and complete spiritual beings having a spirit-filled human experience. And that experience is full of some serious fun, joy, love, grace, respect, peace, both inner and outer, and happiness. Go ahead. Go ahead and throw in health, you're all about health, you're all about wealth, whatever that means to you. You're all about succulent creative expression. That's who you are. That's what you are. And you can have as much of that serious fun, joy, love, grace, respect, peace, inner and outer, happiness, good health, wealth, succulent creative expression as you have the consciousness of having. And you get to decide how much consciousness you're going to have on those great things in your life. So that no matter what anyone else says to you or about you, I want you to remember that. And I want you to expect no less in your life. Thank you so much. Namaste.